0: Welcome to this special Elevate 2020 edition of Agency Nation Radio. I'm Marty Agather, and today I'm joined by Jeff Rommel, Senior Vice President, Property and Casualty Distribution at Nationwide. Hello, Jeff.
1: Hi, Marty. How are you today? I am really great. Thank you very much. And uh, how are you doing? Doing great. Really appreciate the, uh, the chance to, to join you here today. It's, uh, looking forward to our conversation. Excellent. Jeff, tell
0: me a little bit about uh, what your primary responsibilities are with Nationwide.
1: Yeah, so Marty, I've been uh, actually, as of yesterday, 35 years with Nationwide. So I'm a career insurance guy. Uh, I, my current role and responsibility is overseeing the the sales and distribution uh, side of things for uh, our PNC team. Uh, primary focus is on the personal lines side. Uh, that's where I tend to over index, have, have a little bit of, uh, connectivity into the, into the personal lines world. But, uh, my, my focus is our, our, sales, field sales teams and, uh, connection with our independent agents across the country.
0: Oh, that's fantastic. So,
1: um,
0: your field sales, uh, teams, are they the marketing folks that are out working with
1: the independent agents or is that on the direct side? No, that's so. They are the field folks that are out working with the independent agents. We actually function in two different ways. So we have a field sales group, folks that are actually out in the field, walking into the agents' offices. Then we actually have another group that that we call our virtual sales. Uh, they connect with uh, agents via telephone, primarily, and WebEx and other types of of uh, connections uh and we find that you know we we what we try to do is we match our resource to the needs of the agent you know some agents prefer that face to face resource others would prefer to have somebody uh, that they can access via phone or uh you know dial up on Skype or whatever the case may be and and so we we provide both of those types of resources and and both those teams roll through uh my operations all right great
0: um so you've been with
1: with nationwide
0: for 35 years, that's pretty impressive. Um, so I I know your career didn't start with Nationwide. Why don't you give me a little bit of of, of sort of that transition? But I also want to want you to talk about uh, how Nationwide sits today and sort of uh, the 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 personal lines uh, side of it, since that's sort of maybe your area of focus.
1: Yeah, so I, I actually, you're right. So I would say 35 years with Nationwide, but the reality is uh, I started my career with Allied Insurance, uh, back in 1985 and, uh, was part of the Allied team up until we were acquired by Nationwide, uh, back in 1998 and, and then just continued forward with Nationwide. And, you know, I, again, I pivoted away from saying I'm an Allied guy to saying I'm a Nationwide, uh, person. Um, because, truly, it's been a, a, a match made uh, in heaven bringing the two organizations together. Um, Nationwide uh, is, is doing very well in the personal lines space. I mean, we, have like others, have had to evolve uh, over the course of the last several years. Um, there's been ebbs and flows in, in how we've seen the, the personal lines market, and we've had to make adjustments. Uh, in that space, but we feel good about, uh, personal lines. We, it, it's an area of, of focus. It's an area of growth. Um, you know, we as a, as an organization are very diversified. We have uh, a wide variety of products, personal lines, commercial lines. Um, we, we have, you know, pet, pet insurance. Uh, we have our uh, life and financial business. So we're a very, very broad organization. But it, as we bring it back to personal lines, it, it's the largest part of our our PNC operations. And so it's a heavy focus, uh, a significant priority. And we, we feel bullish about, uh, how it's, um, performing for us, uh, and where we see it going for us uh, on a longer term basis. Fantastic.
0: And I think we're going to talk a little bit about that a little bit later, but before we get there, uh, when we were comparing notes, uh, as we prepared for this call, uh you mentioned the fact that uh you've recently taken up uh a, a new a new love and it's gotten some additional focus during uh sort of the lockdown period and i'd like you to talk a little bit about uh about that new uh new love and uh explain to our listeners what you're doing
1: yeah so marty i, I about three, I guess three years ago, my wife, uh, for our anniversary bought me a, a, a smoker. And I've, you know, over the course of the last, uh, two or three years kind of, kind of dabbled with that. I, I, you know, have, have fun with it on the weekends, kind of became a, a weekend cook, uh, Really started to, to spend a little bit more time reading about it and watching videos and engaging others that uh, that do it. It's, it's interesting, you know. A lot of our agents are actually are, are are into it, and some are quite competitive when it comes to that. So I've had a chance to compare notes, and but haven't probably put the time in that I I, I wanted on it, and uh, you know because it's got a little bit of an art, uh, not only a science, but an art to it. And uh, through the the COVID crisis here, it's been uh, I've had a bit more time at home uh, as I've been working on my home where I'm, I'm actually uh, focused on it put a little bit more time and and you know now even on weekdays once in a while I will get up first thing in the morning right bright and early I'll, I'll get things prepared throw it on the smoker uh, during breaks through the day I'll go check on things and then by evening it's it's ready to go and you know here's what I'd say I, I, I'm still an amateur uh at it I, i've got a long ways to go on this but maybe i've went from you know a low level amateur to kind of a mid-low level amateur now um but it, it's it's fun it's 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 kind of rewarding and uh gosh you know when when the day is done you, you have something to eat uh out of your out of your efforts that's not a bad gig either so it it's it's been kind of fun to to, to embrace that over the, the last uh last few weeks here
0: yeah absolutely uh i i too uh and have a passion for 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 smoking although i don't think i do it probably as uh regularly as you do so um are you using what what's your technology are you using uh uh natural charcoal are you using kingsford are you uh electric yeah, or are, so are you
1: i'm a pellet grill guy okay uh, so anyway wife, I, I got yep. one recently too yep yeah, my uh, yeah, so I got the, the the trigger pellet grill and uh he, he, You know, I I shouldn't say this on air, but um if you just follow directions It's really easy Uh, and and you know it you come out of it. Everybody goes. Oh my gosh. Look at what you did Yeah, all I did was follow directions But you just don't tell people that you just followed the directions Uh, you take credit for it because uh people like it and and, and, it, and it is it's it's actually a lot of fun. It's it's relaxing um and it's rewarding and and um, you know it's it is a good conversation piece within the insurance world Again, I was I've become surprised the you, know, you start uh bringing that up in certain settings and everybody goes oh I got one of those too and and uh, so it's it's fun to to share notes and candidly a, a few uh, agents and I have actually uh, swapped uh some some rubs and sauces and things like that and it it just it's been a, a lot of it, a lot of fun
0: yeah one of my guilty pleasures is uh watching the 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 barbecue competition shows on t v um yeah and 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 you know they're, they're they're a little bit contrived but that's okay it's it's fun and it's and it's it's uh interesting to watch the challenges when they get one of these weird things that they gotta that they gotta uh barbecue up while we're on the subject before before I move away I'll give our listeners a very very quick and easy recipe are you familiar with the three two one method for ribs
1: I use it all the time.
0: All right, so then rather than hear from me, let's why don't you uh why don't you describe the 321 method?
1: All right, so it, it truly is what you just said it is. It's uh you know, you you put uh put a little bit of mustard, uh some some uh rub on on on, on the ribs, uh put it on the the smoker for 3 hours at a low temperature. Uh at the end of 3 hours, you take it off Wrap it in um, some foil. Uh, put a, put a little bit of apple juice and and uh, you know whatever else you might want to put in there to to bring some moisture into it. Uh, put it back on the smoker for two hours. At the end of two hours, take it off, lather it up with some barbecue sauce, and and uh, let it cook for for another hour. And, uh, you'll be, uh, the most popular person in the household when you bring those, uh, those ribs in, back in. So, uh, they're delicious. They're, uh, really easy. And again, it's as simple as following the directions. Uh, you know, three hours, two hours, one hour, and you're, 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 uh, you're golden.
0: Yeah. And it's, it's, it's honestly amazing, um, how clean the meat comes off the bone, right? I mean, it's, it's literally, It's, it's unbelievable. So, and and, uh, on the show, on the competitions, they they would probably have a few minor quibbles, but that's okay. For the vast majority of unwashed uh, barbecue experts, uh, it's the real deal.
1: It is. uh, It's it's perfect for amateurs. That's what I say. And and, uh, it makes an amateur feel like a pro. That's
0: right. All right. So another thing that we talked about, uh, as we got ready for this, uh, this session here was that nationwide um, recently did a survey and got the results back on uh what's going on in the minds uh of the uh, of the populace regarding insurance and covid-19 so why don't you introduce us to, to to sort of that whole topic
1: and we'll 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 dive down on it a little bit we Will do, Marty, you know, so uh, and maybe to, to lead with, you know, we we from a distribution standpoint have historically kind of had two different uh, distribution components. We've had our independent agency side and our exclusive agency side. And as of July 1st, we'll be bringing all of our exclusive agents into the independent agency world. And we're really excited about that, uh, having having a complete. Uh, laser focus on the independent agency side of things. And and as we, we think about our future, uh, and, you know, we, we're really geared up and making a lot of great progress uh, towards complete independent agent focus. And then COVID comes along. And, you know, COVID throws a, a lot of curveballs, threw a lot of curveballs at all of us uh, in, in a lot of different ways. And, and certainly the industry, insurance industry as a whole and independent agents have, have felt that. Uh, so we, we wanted to make sure that we weren't just getting anecdotal feedback from from our agents. We wanted to get hard facts. And so we actually took a survey in early April out to our agents and asked them a series of questions really designed to find out what, what they're, what's on their mind, what kind of needs do they have, and where can Nationwide step in and better support them. And we found some really key three key themes that, that came out of the, the survey. Um first theme was um like all of us, that you know, the, the this is this is changing the way that they do business. And as they think about uh how it changes the way they do business, what's on their mind is um how do they keep their current customers? Because you know, you know, the, the best customer is the one you have, and, and they're really focused on that current retention of, of of customer in that same space they're they're focused on growing their business independent agents uh, the, the lifeline of an independent agent is to grow they they need to continue to find ways to to to, to generate revenue to grow their revenue to, to grow their business and so that's that's a, a big part of what what was called out in the survey um, another key theme that came out uh, was they really want to help their their customers. They know their customers are hurting, uh, and they want to find a way to add value. And you know, the, the, if there's ever a moment for an agent to be that trusted advisor to provide that value that they're capable of providing, it's always during those those times of most need, whether it be a claim or catastrophe or something else. Well, that's what we've got here is. COVID's a catastrophe for for many customers. And so agents are focused on how they can help their customers. And then the last thing that that really came out um, out of the survey is um, agents are are looking to make sure that they're aligned with carriers that are gonna be with them on the long run. And and agents that they can trust. Um, they, they, They need to be able to communicate to their customers how important Um, they are to them, and because of their importance, they're going to bring them a carrier that will be stable, strong, be able to pay their claims, that sort of thing. So those were some of the themes that that came, key themes that that came out of the survey, and again, we really uh, have found a lot of value in what they told, and and because of that, we're we're now making some changes and and putting some some different things in, in motion.
0: All right. So, if we were to talk about uh, that, the first finding about growth and sort of concerns about the agency business uh, and and how the agent maintains um, their livelihood, uh, what
1: what sort of what sort of results came came to the fore? Yeah, you know. So, if you think about it. um marty i mean you know uh, unemployment right now you know it's it's at a level that it hasn't been since the 1940s uh gdp is kind of venturing into the level that it was in in world war ii auto sales are are dropping like a rock uh home sales are down and all those things create that challenge for the the customer or for 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 the agent and and ultimately the the customer so what what we found is that um agents are 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 really um you know effective statistic i 've got in front of me sixty nine percent of the agents that are responded back are, are worried about driving new business sixty two percent are worried that um the the hardships are going to cause challenge from a retention standpoint and, and so they're reaching out and asking for for help Agents need help in this space and and so some of the things that that we've found. And I've heard from them is they want help in, uh, finding ways to, to be more digitally focused. This is really, you know, I'm still working from home today. Uh, it, it, from a company standpoint, many of our agents are still in that work from home environment. And, and so as they transition to that work from home environment, what they've had to do is shift their business model to be more digitally focused in how they connect with, with their customers. Uh, they don't have the walk-in traffic that they used to have. And so they've got to find ways to connect with their customers in new and different ways. And so, um, what we're getting from, from agents is an ask for help. And so things that we've been bringing forward is, uh, support around the digital side. So providing them support via a co-op, co-op, uh, program where we'll provide them some financial support so they can build out, uh, email, uh, marketing programs they can further develop their their website so that it's more um, contemporary and really focused on a digital aspect and and probably the the big uh, piece is they've really wanted help in the social media standpoint Um, i i think you know we're seeing a a huge groundswell of of desire for agents to to get active in linkedin uh, facebook twitter instagram and they're asking for for support and how to do that. You know, it's it it it's you know kind of back to to uh to what we were talking about earlier with you know uh, smoking. It's it, you can do it on an amateur level, but you're not going to be successful on on the major scale. Independent agents aren't looking to be amateurs in this space. They want to be pros, and, and so Absolutely. they're asking for our help in in becoming pros.
0: Yeah. Um you said there's a, a co-op uh opportunity there. Why don't you drive down on that just a touch?
1: Yeah. So we partner with with our, our best agents and um you know, we ask them to, to come to us with um some thoughts and ideas. We'll we'll sit down with them with our thoughts and ideas and put our heads together on what we can do to make their agency uh most effective uh in from a marketing standpoint and and co-op for us is really agent focused so we we like to have our brand on there but we know that uh it's all about their brand in their local communities they've got to build out and and represent themselves in their local community so we want to support them with that so we we provide some some uh cooperative dollars uh, they put some dollars in we put some dollars in towards the the various plans and uh, what we've actually seen Marty over the the course of the last eight or nine weeks is about a forty percent increase in the number of agents that are wanting to participate in the co-op plan and uh, that's that's been exciting because what we're seeing is you know they're making these pivots uh, today but I think the types of pivots they're making into the more digital space, the more digital world it's going to carry them well into the future. This isn't just a short- term thing I think they're they're really building uh, building themselves well for for a longer term run yeah
0: you know i, I it's I, I'm really excited to hear you say that uh, you're seeing more uptake on the co-op because I think uh, across the industry as a whole in h- historically their agents have not been have not taken advantage of the resources that their carrier partners have made available in co-op programs. I think a lot of money is left on the table, um, and and it, it's money that could help an agency move into new areas or expand existing skill sets that maybe aren't be, aren't receiving enough focus. So um, the fact that that you're seeing um, increased uptake and in interest. I think is, 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 it bodes well.
1: I, I agreed. Couldn't, couldn't, couldn't agree more. And what we're also seeing is just a, a strong desire for, uh, um, tools from us that can help them be more digitally savvy and frankly compete with direct carriers. You know, right now you, you know, we all know, flip on the TV, listen to the radio and you'll, you'll be flooded with, uh, um, you know, all kinds of ads from, from, uh, the direct carriers. Well, The digital tools that we're talking about, um, that that we're working with our independent agents on, put them on a level playing field with the direct carriers, and then you bring in the advice and counsel that an independent agent can add to that scenario, and they're they're the winner. They really are. And so we're we're excited about the fact that um, agents are are recognizing the, the the opportunity to move into the digital space. That they're embracing it and they're partnering with us to do so. We we. A couple of, couple of things, Marty, that we've put out, uh, to, to help them in that space. So we, we have a, a tool that we call our, our nationwide express. And we were actually building this pre-COVID, but, um, it is our personal lines quote and bind, uh, platform where we, uh, were positioning, have been positioning it to, to do quote and bind within, uh, two minutes or less. And that is has been launched. Uh, we're getting rave reviews from our agents. They love it because it truly is it's minimal data entry on the behalf of the agent. Uh, and, and from a customer standpoint, it's so much faster. They don't have to provide immense amounts of data and that sort of thing. And in fact, we, we've got a, a, a mobile version uh, that uh, is being introduced right now that allows the, the agent to actually take a picture of the back of the customer's license and based on the the, the the barcode on the back of the license it populates the the entire quote uh, for auto and home and w- based on the defaults the agents put in it's it's ready to go and it truly is that simple uh, you know it was really designed for as a face-to-face um, initially we, we saw this as a face-to-face uh, feature where folks can take out, agents can take out to events or, or whatever, you know, do, do on site. Yeah. But what we're finding is that they've pivoted now in the COVID world and they're just saying, hey, send me a text picture of your license. And based off the text picture of our license, uh, we're able to pull that same data right into the, into the, uh, in, into the app and away they go. And again, two minutes or less. Quote mind and an email out to the customer, uh, with the, uh, w- with all the information that they need. So it's, it's, it's really been, uh, fascinating to see. And again, our agents are, are embracing that, uh, in, in with open arms.
0: Yeah. I, I mean, that's unbelievably powerful. And so just uh i'm sure you probably know more of the details on this than i do but but essentially um the technology that's taking place there is there's all sorts of public databases that are connected and and by taking a picture of that that driver's license um what nationwide is able to do is to go out and ping those databases so for example dmv to extract okay We know what the, we know the, the, the driver's license number of this individual. So which, which cars are affiliated with, with that? What other drivers, uh, are affiliated with that location, et cetera? And that's facilitating all of that, uh, speed for the quote. Can you tell me, um, big picture and I'm not going to hold you to specific states, but, but how broadly is, is, um, nationwide express, uh, been rolled out?
1: Yeah, we've got it out to uh well over 40 states now. We'll oh have my. it across. Okay. The, yeah, we'll have it across the country um, uh, in, in just a matter of months here, uh, by the end of the year for sure. Uh, and, and so it's it's rolling fast. Uh, we're actually putting on uh, adding 250 agents per week right now uh onto the onto our platform. And so um, again, really getting it going. And here's the other thing. Uh, We all know um, just the reality is independent agents many of them leverage the comparative rater Um, Just this week we have introduced the ability to now integrate Express into the comparative rater so the 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 same functionality that um, applies on our standalone will now apply through the comparative rater platform, which Really is the the key to success. I think we again we know independent agents. It's a it's part of their life. The, the comparative rater, and having that connectivity into that is a huge win for for I think everybody.
0: Dynamite.
1: One of the points. Maybe one other said, thing. I w- yeah go ahead. Yeah go ahead, Marty. Well, I was uh, no. one other one other thing I've just touch on here is um, kind of related to that. Um, and, and again, a way that we're making our agents appear to be truly digital savvy and not make them look to be, but they become digital savvy is we're giving them what we're calling our Express Nationwide Direct Express Direct Connect. Bunch of words for it's a link that we put on their website, uh, on the front page of their website that allows for the same functionality I just talked about. Uh, but the customer can do it themselves. So the link goes on to the agent's website. The link is branded as the agent um, and the customer can go in and in two minutes or less, enter the data, get a quote, get a bind, 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The information is fed back to the agency. The agency gets credit for it. The agency gets compensated for it. Uh, and, and that's been uh really, um, uh, well-received as well. We're, we're in the midst of rolling that. We've got it out to about half the states uh, across the country right now. We'll have it out uh, through the balance of the next few weeks to, to the rest of them. Uh, agents also can take that link and put it out on uh, social media sites, so they can put it out on LinkedIn or, or Facebook or wherever they can send it out to their their um, business partners whether it be a realtor or a car dealer or whatever the case may be and, and again what it shows is the agent as being digital savvy and they all this information is done you know just like they you know a direct carrier would do but the agent is able to do it and then provide the advice and counsel that direct can't do so again a win-win all the way around from from my vantage point
0: absolutely so so i want to i want to just first of all confirm that what i heard i did and then if so this is absolutely 100 percent consumer uh serviced Quote and bind. Is that accurate? It is accurate. Okay. So let's, let's call that out, ladies and gentlemen. What we've got here is what this, this channel has been looking for for years is, is an understatement. The ability to click to bind for a consumer on their own. This is huge, number one. Number two, if this isn't making your marketing, uh, gears spin crazily, you're, you're asleep. You can build marketing campaigns to drive people to your agency website and allow them self-service, quote, and bind. I'm not sure it gets bigger than that, ladies and gentlemen. So think about that. Reach out to your nationwide marketing rep get this product up and running if it's available
1: in your state. Hey, Marty one thing I would just add that that has yeah. been really uh, powerful with this is that it, some of our most successful agents uh their producers put this out on their personal websites or out, of, out on their excuse me out on their their personal uh, social media sites. Yeah, so you know, their fa- Facebook or wherever they may Instagram and and that the, the producers are out there showing consumers, their friends, their family, their connections, hey, all you have to do is give me two minutes of your time, and I've got a quote and a bind on your auto and your home, we'll soon add umbrella, uh, and other, uh, products will be, added here in the days ahead as well. So really it's not just at the agency level. We were able to bring this right down to the producer level, which adds yet another layer of, of success, I think, from, from an agency standpoint.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Uh, dynamite. Jeff, that, that, that's, uh, worth the price of admission right there. So, you know, we charge people a lot to listen to these podcasts. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Dynamite. All right. So let's uh, let's get back to the survey results. So one of the big uh, things that that um, that you heard was that uh, agents are uh, really uh, realizing that they need to help their clients uh, navigate the complexity of, you know, what what we live, eat, sleep and breathe, which, you know, we all understand, but they don't necessarily at all. Um, and so let's talk a little bit about that for a minute.
1: Yeah, you know, what What we've heard, and I'll just say, first of all, our best agents, I, I've been so proud of them. Uh, they have been picking up the phone and proactively calling consumers uh, and, and offering, you know, first of all, uh, the, the question of how are you doing? And and just that in and of itself uh, has made a huge difference, that, that this has created a, a moment in time where, where agents can actually proactively call their customers and let them know they care uh and we we know this is a relationship business we often talk about you know it being a relationship business between the the agent and the carrier well it's also a relationship business between the agent and the customer and this is a chance to reinforce uh and strengthen relationships with customers uh the, the other thing that they're they're finding though in those calls is that consumers have questions and the consumers have concerns and You know, I don't know about you. I I I typically don't read my my policy, but what we're what we're finding is that consumers are actually taking the time uh, because they have the time to to open their policy and read through it. They're asking agents questions about coverage. They're asking questions about uh, you know, do I have the right um, the right coverage in the right places? Are you charging me the right amounts? Um, and, And what options do i have and and we're finding that you know agents are are have been terrific and really helping consumers navigate through uh, these challenging times and, and you know they're they're helping them look for ways to if need be defer payments uh or uh look at debt, uh, waiving some some late fees suspending cancellations and just really you know ultimately working with customers to find solutions that can help them they um, stay with their agency first and foremost, but also, uh, you know, making sure they're still fully protected, uh, so that they don't go without, uh, insurance, uh, because they, they think they can, uh, but rather they're, they're helping them understand really, you know, why, why they need to have protection during these times. And, and so it's, it's created a different level of dialogue. Um, I, but I think also that the dialogue has, has created some, some element of help in, in those relationships that will pay dividends on a very long-term basis.
0: Yeah, I think, I think often, uh, in the crush of, uh, things that need to be done day in, day out at, in, in an agency, um, it's easy to, um, assume that, that our clients are, um, understand what we do and, uh, Know that we have their best interests at heart, um, but communication, uh, and particularly when when you've got you know a, a consumer that's that's spent a little time thinking about the situation and now has um, maybe uh, a little a, a little bit more perspective and is asking questions from rather than rather than a I need just need to get this done. To a well, what does this really mean? I think that that provides the opportunity to really sell the value of the consultative services that an independent agent brings, right?
1: No, no question about it. And, you know, it, I think what it's also done, Marty, it's, it's opened a, a, another um, avenue of, of dialogue around maybe some some things that consumers weren't as receptive to in the past, um, and and I'll just. Throw in there, I think, you know, telematics is a really good example of that. So, consumers, I think, have been a little bit shy of, uh, telematics as a whole because they're, they're worried about, you know, Big Brother watching every turn they no take in their car and that sort of thing. But, but I think, uh, you know, we're able to now move into a place where it's that consultative service that an independent agent can provide to their customer. Helps them understand, hey, here's the value to you uh from a pure dollar and cent standpoint. I mean you get the same same level of coverage, but based on your personal experience, um we can actually provide you a better price in many cases and 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 that door has been open. We're actually seeing uh we've seen thirty percent of our our uh new business over the last eight weeks. Has included some element of a telematics product and, and it's been neat to see that, uh, that rise. Uh, probably not surprising, but, but it's, it, but it's been, been good to see it because I think consumers are becoming more educated around, uh, the value and the power of a telematics type tool.
0: Yeah, there's no question. Um, I think that, uh, that this you know, as people realize, holy cow, my, 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 my use of my vehicle has, has changed dramatically. And what does that mean, uh, to my insurance premium? There's, there's sort of a, a disconnect that's, well, geez, I'm driving a lot less. Why doesn't that affect my premium? Right. And, and I think that that's, that's sort of a, a key consideration that's driving, um, this uptick in, 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 in adoption of telematics. I know you guys have come up with two different perspectives on how to incorporate a telematics uh, a telematics offering into personal auto. So why don't you tell tell me a little bit about that?
1: Yeah, so we have we have two uh, telematics products out on the market right now. Um, one is called Smart Ride, and the other one is called Smart Miles. Uh, Smart Ride is really our our um, product that is designed for. Um, the, the consumer that that's, considers themselves to be a safe driver. Uh, they, they uh, and the, the real discount comes, or the, the, the focus comes based on their miles driven, uh, their braking habits, their acceleration habits, what time of day or night they may be driving them, I and those are the factors that play into it. Uh, but the customers that are willing to allow us to um, absorb their data for a uh, period of time, well, then, uh, and we do that in two different ways. We do it through an installed device or, or via a mobile app, uh, whichever the consumer prefers. But uh, doing so, just just simply signing up for our ability to look at your data and value evaluate your, your driving habits immediately leads to a 10% discount. So on the spot, yes, I'm in. I want smart miles, or excuse me, smart ride. It's a 10% discount on the spot. And it can actually go up to a 40% discount. What we're seeing is that um, consumers are driving more safely once they sign up for this, and uh, we're actually seeing a 21% um, average savings across the country. So it's a, it's a great way for consumers to to save a couple bucks and really put the control of the rates in their own hands. So that's been positive. And then the other one, as I mentioned, Smart Miles. You know, this is really Designed for that consumer that doesn't drive much. So whether it be a consumer in in a city who only drives on the weekends or um, maybe somebody that, you know, has a couple cars and leaves one parked in the garage. We've seen it also during these COVID times when frankly, all of your cars are sitting in the driveway or or the the park, you know, the the parking lot or the the garage more often. And this is really a, a true miles based program. So it's based upon how many miles you drive. And based upon the number of miles you drive, that's how much we're going to charge you. Uh, right as you sign up again, there's some immediate, uh, savings on the front side. And then based on your experience, um, you earn your savings. We're seeing a 27% average savings on those folks that, that take the Smart Miles product. And, um, again, rave reviews coming out of our agents because they're, they're finding that consumers are, Really willing and ready to take these steps, and and it does, I think, play into the that digital savvy capability of an agent as well. They're bringing another solution to the customer that is digitally enabled, that looks like they are, you know, with it in the current times, and are looking out for the customer's best interest. Yeah,
0: what what I would say is um, this. I think. Telematics products have been a little bit scary to many independent agents uh, and agencies because it's it's technology that's kind of, you know, almost black magic because I don't really understand it. And but uh, I would I would suggest to our listeners that um, this is something that you should spend. I mean, it, you could probably learn enough about this to be smarter than 97 percent of the population in literally 15 to 20 minutes just. You know, buckle down, learn a little bit about how these programs work. Um, and you can start answering questions. And this is, this is an opportunity for a super low pressure sale. That's just, Hey, here's another alternative. You don't have to, you don't have to take it, but it's, it's something else I've got in my bag if it makes sense let's talk about it at some point in the future right it's it's super low pressure and what it does is it shows that you have got a full toolkit to help your to help your uh
1: customers so i yeah, i think and i, it, and I think yeah Marty, i would just say I, I think it's a great new business tool it's also a great retention tool mm, absolutely so customers are coming coming saying hey how can i save a couple dollars on my insurance uh, this is a great way to go. It really is. Yeah,
0: dynamite. So let's talk uh, about the final point here uh, on that survey, and that was how agents are viewing their carrier relationships and the importance of um, carrier stability.
1: Yeah, you know, I would just circle uh, circle back to one word here. Agents want to be aligned with carriers they can trust. And and now more than ever. And when when they think about trust, you know, things that that I have heard and and that came through the survey, they're they're looking for carriers that are financially strong and stable. They're looking for carriers that are diversified, that uh, aren't just playing one one product because of the, the volatility that can come out of that single product. They're really looking for a carrier that. Gets the claims world. They understand the the customer. They pay claims that they they owe. They you know pay everything they owe, nothing more, nothing less. Um, they're they're um, they're also looking at carriers that take a longer term view. So somebody that can can look out and know that the environment that we're in um, isn't going to change. It's going to evolve over the months ahead. I think you know we're feeling a little bit more optimism about about our futures right now. But it, you know it's not uh, not a home run as to what's going to come over the, the next you know few weeks or months. It's it's still going to have some challenges for us by all means, and I think carriers that can manage and navigate that on a longer term focus rather than that short term what do I have to do for my shareholders this week uh, type of thing if they can focus more on the 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 customer rather than their shareholders i think that tends to to lean uh pretty well and then i think they're looking for for carriers that can provide them some support Uh, they they want somebody who will bring tools to them that will partner with them on their venture to the future and 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 again it really comes back to uh relationships somebody that they they know somebody and somebody that they truly trust absolutely
0: um it it has i don't know that there's been a, a more important time than right now to really sort of take a look at 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 your stable of carriers um and identify those carriers whose whose vision uh of the marketplace and and and, and focus on growth matches your agencies Um, you know, I have long been a proponent of, uh, if you have a a smattering of business with a whole, with a bunch of carriers, you're not getting the best, uh, from your carrier relationships, nor are you able to provide, uh, your customers with, uh, the detailed understanding of those specific products because you don't use them enough to really understand what differentiates them. You know, too often, uh, the differentiating factor comes down to price, and I, I get it. I, you know, let, let's 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 not kid ourselves. That's what the the media has been telling uh, insurance consumers for the last ten or more years. But that being said, we all know that that's not the bottom line. Um, the bottom line uh, correct answer in all situations. In some, I understand it absolutely is. You've got somebody that's you know has very uh, plain vanilla. Uh, financial exposures and plain vanilla requirement needs, um, a plain vanilla product works, but there aren't a whole lot of people that fit that in that category. There's way more people who have special, special needs and, and, and finding the right product to fit that. And the only way you can do that is to understand the products that you carry, the carriers you represent. Have in you know the 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 benefits and the features and the capabilities, the, the the built-in protections that those products offer, and that isn't done when you sell one policy every two months for some carrier that's got a couple hundred thousand dollars of business for you. So um, picking those stable carriers, the ones who see the future the same way you do, is is ever more uh, important now as as we start to come out of um, you know, this, this period of uncertainty. I mean, we we aren't out of the woods by any stretch of the imagination, but, um, I think, I think we can certainly start seeing more light between the trees, right? So I think, I think this is a good time. So, um, Jeff, I always like to close these with sort of, you know, where do you see the future from your seat? Uh, you know, what do you think are the biggest opportunities for independent agents or, or, you know, compare and contrast what might be um, what might be a, a big challenge that you think that they're going to focus. But, but given, given the, the, this survey that you did, the, the products that you guys are bringing out, um, why don't you just sort of take a, an agnostic look at the future and just sort of uh, provide some advice to our listeners?
1: Yeah, Marty, I, I will. And I appreciate that. You know, one of the things that, I, that really struck me as we've, we've uh, ventured through the, the COVID crisis here is that every state has identified insurance agents as an essential business. And and I don't think we should underestimate that. You know, they're, the, the states recognize how important the insurance industry is to our economy. And, and so, I think that's just kind of our baseline that we ought to begin with. We, we, we matter. And we ought to feel good about that. Now, here's the, the challenge, I think. We've got to evolve. Uh, we can't continue to do business the way that we've always done business. We've got to embrace the future. We've got to embrace consumer behaviors, uh, um, their, their wishes, desires. I and mean, the reality is they want a more digital interaction with us. They're willing to go paperless. They're willing to go EFT. They're willing to use uh, apps and uh, online tools and things that that we probably as an industry as a whole haven't um, embraced to the level that we could or should. But this has kind of been a little bit of a kick in the pants to us. And I think now is the time for us uh, collectively to move forward and really embrace what's in front of us and that's what the consumers telling us. So I I would just tell you I'm really optimistic. Um I I think you know we we will weather the storm here. Our, our CEO Kurt Walker uh, often says uh, has been telling us over the last few weeks, you know his his uh phrase has been we've got this. And and I think we do. You know, Nationwide has this, the agents have this, the industry has this. We are positioned to win. In the long run, but for us to win, we've got to continue to evolve. We've got to continue to keep our eyes out, watching what the consumer needs and expects from us and then adapt to it. And if we do that, uh, we're well positioned for the future. And, and again, I'm, I'm really optimistic. Um, I, I, feel good about, uh, the, the position nationwide is in today. Uh, we we've got tools such as nationwide express, nationwide direct connect. Our telematics products, our digital marketing and the social media support, our co-op program, all those things are designed with the agent in mind. And, uh, we're open for business. I'll just tell you that, Marty. We are open for business. We're, we're ready to roll, continue to roll with, with our agents and we're looking forward to the future. So I just want to maybe say, uh, you know, thank you, uh, to, to you. Uh, Marty, uh, thanks to Agency Nation and, and, uh, all the agents listening. I mean, this is, this is, uh, truly a, a great platform and, and I'm a, happy to have been a chance to, had a chance to be a part of it.
0: Uh, you are absolutely welcome, Jeff. Uh, the only thing I'm going to add and, and it, you did a wonderful job, I think, in sort of, um, getting, getting the, the concept, uh, of we've got this uh articulated the only thing i'd add is i think the ia channel as a whole we've got this we we have all of the tools to help our customers uh through this difficult time and uh i want to thank you for for spending this time with me jeff it's been great getting to know a little bit more about you uh i want you to continue to work on your uh barbecuing stuff uh, i I'm gonna work on mine you've sort of fired me up I've got some uh, pulled pork in in the freezer that I'm uh, gonna pull out but i also got to get some some more stuff on the uh the grill so here's your next step uh we're also we're also grinding our own sausage so that's another crazy thing i'm working Ah, on okay yeah so uh that's you know and then you you, well it's fun and then you smoke that stuff so you'd smoke your linked you keep the bulk just uh unsmoked but anyway uh so uh tell tell our listeners how they can connect with you if if they want to explore some of these topics in more detail
1: you bet. Uh, so a couple of different ways I'd suggest, uh, first of all, I, I welcome your email. Uh, my, my email is rommel, R-O-M-M-E-L-J at nationwide.com. So send me a, an email. I've, I personally, uh, will be back in touch with you or, um, I'm available on LinkedIn. Either, either is just fine, but, uh, really welcome the opportunity to have deeper dialogue on anything that may be on your mind. All
0: right. Well, thank you so much to our listeners for spending this time with us. Uh, I want to especially thank uh, Jeff Rommel, our special guest today. Uh, he has been very insightful and offered some really great ideas. And if you didn't pick up on it, I'm giving it one more hit. Click to bind, consumer-driven. Get it now. It's hot. All right? So that's it from uh, Agency Nation Radio. I'm your host, Marty Agather. Have a great day.